Is it just me? Or is it getting crazier out there? It is certainly tense. Hmm. People are upset. They're struggling, looking for work. These are tough times. <laughs> How about you? So that was a clip from The Joker. That was actually a fantastic film, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but today, today's topic is actually deep fakes. Yeah, so I, I firstly want to point out to people that are listening to this podcast that um, there is a video attached to that intro, so go check it out on the um, the YouTube and stuff. Um, so basically it shows... So the original actor was Joaquin Phoenix, uh, and it has Jim Carrey in the place of him instead, but it looks so convincing. It looks really, really convincing. Um to the point where I actually think Jim Carrey could have played a pretty good Joker. <laughs> yeah, when I, when I saw it, I, I would have picked Jim Carrey as being the actor for that mm. role. Like, can you notice any artifacting around the, the edges of the face or anything like that? Because it looks really, really seamless. Yeah, it really, uh, it genuinely looks like that is Jim Carrey. Um, so this, I, we've been meaning to do this episode for a while, um, and it's surrounding deep fakes. And so for people that don't know what a deep fake is, um, basically, it's where a person's image or their face is replaced by someone else. And it's actually caught like a lot of people's attention. A lot of people have been posting like their own deepfakes. You can get apps now that generate your own deepfakes through an app. Mm. Um, and there's uh, certain algorithms, certain plugins that you can use on video editing software that can, I guess, extrapolate data from people's likeness through, I don't know, some, type, some sort of like biometric scanning or 3D scanning, and they superimpose that onto another subject. Um, but we, I've always felt like stuff like this existed for a while. Like, what about you? Do you ha- like, I've always felt like this has always been a capability for a while now. Like, it's, it's the fact that it's en- entered our, the public consciousness is not really a new thing, as usual. Right? Well, I mean, I, I always feel that, this sort of technology stemmed from essentially starting from audio. Yeah, like a, technology. A, a signature that the voice has. It can mm. actually pick up and, and, and match that. Yeah, and then uh, using a computer to be able mm. to alter a voice. I'll admit, I'll admit, I'm going to sound a bit gross, but like the first time I ever really saw deepfakes in action was porn. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, oh, but okay, okay. like that, that was the, the first time that really blew my mind with how... Uh, realistic it looked, you know, they, they these people on, I think Pornhub had this influx of these people that were putting celebrities' faces onto to porn scene. But what are, I wanted to go into, like, what is the potential when you, basically, if you take that a step further and you insert things like AI, remember the, the, um, the neural net that, that Google were playing around with where they had a massive database of images and it could actually paint or um, visualize images for itself. Um, and that, that really is, to me, where it gets crazy. Once you insert things like machine learning um, into the, the, the deepfake algorithm, like you could actually generate infinite a number of, uh, of, of images. Mm. Yeah. Was it um, Deep Dream? Deep Dream, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Deep Dream. And you know how it, it was like, um, if it couldn't interpret a certain batch of 
shapes it would like insert or superimpose other things. There we go. Yeah, yeah. So it started putting like dogs in the sky and weird things like that. Really psychedelic things. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're saying that this is all AI created images. AI. Yeah, like the AI wow. actually machine learned and created those images based off of um, algorithms. Oh, yeah, I remember this because when it came out, a lot of people were saying how there's looks like a very LSD induced. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, and images. A lot of people that that have um, uh, experimented with DMT say it's the the fractals, the imaging is very similar to being on a psychedelic trip, um, and it's absolutely bizarre that when you insert you know, machine learning into these algorithms that machines as well come up with images that we're seeing that is fucking freaky to me mm. um well that that's almost similar to that um uh this person does not exist yeah com site yep, yep. Coming out now. which is actually what i wanted to go into next which was um this website that really caught my attention which we brought up a couple of times um which is this person does not exist.com. Um, and this is a great example of the um, what they call a GAN, G A N, generative adversarial network. Um, that's when you integrate machine learning into. Is that Jeff? <laughs> is that Jeff? It looks like that, Jeff. Um, when you insert machine learning into these algorithms where the AI has a bank of images to draw from, you can actually create people that, that don't exist. And for people that are watching, um, it they look very convincing. I mean, how many... I feel like... How many, I, how many, how many missing persons photos <laughs> are just taken from this website? <laughs> how many fake social media accounts could you create with technology like this? You could actually what they call AstroTurf, entire accounts that don't really exist. And this is the... You actually were, you found this lady quite attractive, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. She's very attractive. Very cute. But... um, She's not real. She's not real. Just like all the women in my life. <laughs> what? What? Including your mum? <laughs> She's not a real person. <laughs> well, are you a real person? Um, But the, look, at, look at that. Okay, I can kind of see some... Stuff around the eyes where I'm like, okay, I can see some shading and blurring, right? It's been mirrored. Her, oh. eye, her eyes are perfectly symmetrical. But if, if you were to just put this up as a social media image, something that someone sees on their phone, on their computer, mm. yeah, it would pass as a person. Absolutely. Completely. Absolutely. Yeah. Like if, I, if I glanced at that, that's a real person for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, there, there are, just really quickly, there, there are, I mean, positive ways you can use this. I mean, if you're designing a game, or if you are animating, let's say, a cartoon series and you need a whole bunch of extras to play in the background. Like, this is not only applicable to photos because animators have actually used this as well for characters and video games, animations and stuff like that, which I think is insane. But, I mean, doesn't that blow your mind that this shit exists? Like, well... I mean, it it doesn't really blow my mind that it exists because I think the way that technology is developed so much, like it's it's believable. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Like all, I mean, I'm not going to say it's it's. I mean, yeah, it's a deep fake, but it's real. Yeah. This technology, this um, this stuff we have, it's all real. We know that. So it doesn't really blow my mind because of how much we know that technology is advancing. Yeah. 
What blows my mind is the potential applications and where it gets used that we don't actually know about. Like 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 we're saying, you know, you make a fake social media account or mm-hmm. use an image in a news article. Yeah. Or a missing person's on the side of a fucking Wheaties box. Or or like we touched on before, like um, you know, fa- uh, fake social media um influencers. You know how that's the the, the big thing now, mm. like social media influencers. You know, people that have large followings, and literally the entire profile is like just photos of their face, yeah. right? Where it gets really creepy is when you try and think of like where it could have been applied before. Like, not to mention the potential, but where it could have been impl- applied before. Like, do you remember that scene in, like, Star Wars? One of the guys was completely CGI. Let's have a look at this for, for really, really quick. Grand this Moff. is Grand Moff Tarkin. Now, I, I picked up on it immediately, but... I mean, yeah. For some people, like, it, it's very convincing. I was going to say, like, when you're watching it in the moment, you're not really paying attention to it. Mm. But afterwards, you do notice, like... I suppose a bit rubbery, like he's got a sort of a rubbery texture to his face. So on the left is the original and on the right is the new one. So you can kind of see there, like definitely in the comparison, you can tell that there's just a difference in the texture mm-hmm. of the skin. Looks rubbery, doesn't look naturally fluid. Yeah, a little bit jerky almost as well. But still very close. I wonder how many times we have, we've actually watched a movie and like not even realized that the the person was not actually there. Yeah. Well. Okay. So now, I want to. I, I would like to just point out a not a difference, but just an understanding of um, obviously that's CGI stuff. So that's completely created from scratch, mm-hmm. designed to be that person. Whereas a deep fake is essentially the ability to manipulate videos and change, essentially what is happening and who is in the video. That's right. So it's yeah. taking an existing video or an existing scene or whatever and actually manipulating it and creating a, a new version of it, completely new version. That's right, yeah. Um, yep, yep. Do we, do we like... Let's do it, yeah. Um, Let's do the Back to the Future bit because it's absolutely fascinating. This is crazy like. How's your head? Oh, uh, good. Fine. Oh, I've been so worried about you ever since you... Ran off the other night. Are you okay? Oh, I'm sorry, I have to go. Isn't he a dreamboat? Doc, she didn't even look at him. This is more serious than I thought. Apparently, your mother is amorously infatuated with you instead of your father. Whoa, wait, wait a minute, Doc. Are you trying to tell me that my mother has got the hots for me? <laughs> so you can tell, like, it's obviously the same audio. The same voices and stuff, but those faces, holy, like, ah, uh. I can't even tell. Yeah, if if you would, like I said before, if you showed me this, um, and I had not seen the original, I would think this is real. Oh, absolutely, this is so, so real. Like, it's ah, uh, uh, <laughs> look at the two. It's just like holy shit, completely seamless. Yeah. So, I wanted to get into really quickly how, like, where, what are some of the ways that we could, they could use deep fakes, or people could use deep fakes, in a malicious way, in a, let's just say in a deceptive way, um, and 
I mean, the 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 potential is limitless. You could um, just real quickly. Like, I mean, how much evidence in the courtroom? Yes. Now, but could you fake before we before we before we go before we get to that? I I okay. want to just something that bugs me. Something that bugs me is the way that you said that. You know how how can it be used in a malicious way? Mm-hmm. And I start to think, well, how can you use it in a good way? Like, what what would be any good reason to alter and change? A, a scene, a clip, a movie to have someone else do something or someone else say something. Now, uh, we haven't actually we haven't actually gone into the whole audio manipulation and the mm. actual the there's you know face tracking uh, technology involved as well to actually manipulate, which we have more stuff next. But essentially, I can't think of a good reason as to why you'd want to do that. Mm. And something that's coming out now, deep fakes are becoming kind of uh, popular to the point that there are news people out there talking about it and the word that you mentioned was normalize it and the way that people sort of become used to the idea that this deep fake technology is out there and it's being used and they make make it into a fun thing like oh look at these youtubers that are changing the videos and doing all stuff like okay okay but for what reason because if you're going to tell me the only reason is because people want to have something fun Oh, this is fun because I've just changed Michael J. Fox to be Tom Holland. Huh? Yeah. No. Like, I feel like the only real reason behind it, the only driving force behind it would be some kind of malicious intent. Yeah. Yep. Which which leads me to believe almost that this was already being used and what if they had to leak it to normalize it because maybe they were afraid of maybe being exposed. Um. And like you were saying, like I, I don't. Other than entertainment purposes and humor and comedy, I don't see any positive way and positive reason why you would want to stitch another person's face onto someone else. Yeah. Um, now, this something that stemmed. I mean, now we're going back to about two thousand and three, four, or whatever, in which some certain videos came out on the news in the public. But uh, be damned if you can ever find them now. But these are the Osama bin Laden videos that came out after 9-11 mm-hmm. in which he was uh, you know, claiming responsibility and death to America and mm-hmm. in- infidel al-Akbar crap, which was so clearly CGI. Did, they, you, did you feel oh, that when it came as out? As soon as yeah. I saw it, I was like, are you kidding me? Mm. And this is way before we even knew what this deep. No, back in two thousand, I don't think we even knew each other back then. Two thousand and two, possibly not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I saw these videos, I knew straight out that that was fake CGI stuff. But you see how naive we were just even fifteen, twenty years ago. Like with what, what, what with with what is, uh, uh, you know, what is uh, possible. I think like, it, uh, we 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 wouldn't have even thought that that deep fakes were a thing. Well, back I then. think I no think way. it was kind of a disbelief. Like we didn't believe that something like that was actually happening. Mm. Like like to, to me, I I remember looking at these videos and going, "Well, that's clearly CGI. That's clearly fake." Mm. But I have no sort of reason behind. It. I have no sort of understanding as to why or how or mm-hmm. anything. Which nowadays we sort of know exactly what's going on. But damned if you can ever find those videos now. Like I like I said before this podcast, I 
searched um, a lot of uh, sites that I didn't want to go to to try and find those videos. Mm-hmm. Can't find them anywhere. Yeah. They've been deleted. They've been taken away. And that's a whole other rabbit hole. That's the an, the the, the whole the whole disappearing of, of evidence. But, sh- of, but of, surely, no. Yeah. Th- this was the height of the um, terrorist shit. Nine eleven. Guarantee, yeah, yeah. so many people would have seen these videos and would remember them. Absolutely, seeing plastered all over the news sites. And I guarantee that some people would have looked at them at the time and thought that looks fake. But I have no real. I have nothing to do, nothing to back that up. Whereas now, yeah. how many years later, like twenty years later, there was we, no, go, we yeah. go, we, we it's coming out now. This technology they had, the the fact that we know that that shit can be done. There was no uh, frame of reference. We had never, mm. we had never, we didn't even know that that possibility existed in the first place. I'd be very curious to to see how much in that era that that nine eleven. In the wake of nine eleven, the the hysteria, the the fear of the Middle East, the boogeyman. Mm. How much in that era could have been faked? How how yeah. much? How many videos could have been manipulated to to sell that war? Now to stem to go on from that into what we were talking about before about having not just um, superimposing an image, someone's face onto a video, mm-hmm. but also manipulating the audio as well. We're entering an era in which our enemies can make it look like anyone is saying anything at any point in time, even if they would never say those things. So, uh, for instance, they could have me say things like, uh, I don't know, uh, Killmonger was right, or uh, Ben Carson is in the sunken place, or how about this, simply, President Trump is a total and complete dipshit. Now. (laughs) What do we know? How do we know when something is a deep fake of a deep fake? Or how do we know? Like, what I mean is, so we look at these videos and we say, okay, well, that's, that's, a fa- that's fake. That's a fake video. But at what point do people try and flip the switch and say that a deep fake video is actually a real video? Mm-hmm. Where they can, in, in t- like, sort of saying or, or using the deep fake argument as a defense, saying, well, that video that you just saw is a deep fake. Absolutely, yeah. It could be used two ways in court. It can use it can be used to manipulate evidence. And on the other hand, it can be used that when evidence is brought forward, you say it's fake. A, v- a video of the incident. Well, I mean... The- of, like the alleged stabbing of yeah. whatever. If you just produce that, yeah. th- that's enough. But yeah, I mean, yeah. the things like video, like, you know, CCTV footage mm. gets used and all that sort of stuff gets used. But how much of it is... How possible is it now that half of that shit is fake? Absolutely, yeah. And but like you were saying, like uh, it could be used to uh, create something that never happened. But on the other hand, if something were to leak, they could say, "No, no, no, that's a deep fake." Yes. Like so, if, if videos, I mean, oh, do we touch? Do we touch? And I don't want to touch Anthony Weiner's laptop. No, no, we don't. Yeah, but, but if I don't like, want to die, if, if stuff <laughs> if stuff came out. Like you know, saying you know, if videos yeah. came out that could destroy someone, all they have to turn around and say, "Oh, it's a deep fake." Mm. And now that it's been so normalised that people know what deep fakes are, and we all know what it is, and we celebrate it because mm-hmm. of Pornhub, where we can watch our celebrities get fucked, that they can turn around and say, "Oh, it's a deep fake." Well, then it's like where? Wh- yeah, oh. it just cancels the argument immediately. Yes. We just say it's a deep fake, right? Oh, yeah. Which is since 
that's it brings me to like the the timing of this because we we video now is considered evidence like you said right and what if you're in a situation where what is being leaked is a video mm. that's the only evidence that you have but it can be dismissed as a deep fake what if something came out that showed a very high ranking politician or celebrity authority figure doing some horrendous shit mm. and they just go no no that that was faked yeah. right so it can, it can go both <laughs> ways it can go both ways what we discussed there about this this um this not knowing whether a, a video is real or not facebook have um gone to extensive lengths to try to research techniques that can tell whether something is deep faked through the uh, through a kind of digital fingerprint that the video will have um do you want to just let's just play this from um this is from i think it's from facebook's own website their own blog about artificial intelligence but okay. yeah just play this for a sec <laughs> ai.facebook.com wants to show notifications no block that sorry we just got <laughs> this page isn't available the link you followed may what? be broken or the page may have been removed what jeff <laughs> jeff what did you do jeff is supposed to give us links at work oh, um fuck. so uh put some salsa on it here we go here's how to make the perfect porver coffee first this is jane to Jane is a deep fake. Deep fakes are realistic AI generated videos that show real people doing and saying fictional things. Current deep fake detection methods can identify telltale signs like boundary artifacts, shadow inconsistency, or double eyebrows. But the technology to produce deep fakes is rapidly evolving, so we need to work on building more advanced techniques to detect when videos have been altered. One of the biggest limitations is the lack of a realistic data set that can be used to test out new detection technologies. So Facebook is commissioning a first-of-its-kind data set using paid actors for the AI community to use. It's part of the Deepfake Detection Challenge. Our hope is that by helping the AI community come together, we can anticipate challenges of this emerging technology. And voila, you have your perfect pour-over coffee. Enjoy! Okay, so that was Facebook um, basically uh, telling us that they're researching technology to pick up signatures of deepfakes. Um, and they are working with DARPA and the Pentagon and a lot of big-name companies to, to suss out um, a signature that can basically detect deepfakes. Um, so just really quickly, I wanted to say that the, the whole fact-checking climate that we're under now, I do think that we're going to have this sort of uh, tick of approval to say that a certain video is genuine. I was just about to say, this is the fact-checking of video now. Yeah, I think... media. That, and, I, and I think that we're onto something a little bit early. This is going to be really good. I think this is going to be very normal to see, uh, let's say, an interview with a politician or celebrity and you'll see a verified tick saying this video is genuine has not yeah. been t uh, tampered but with. now but the, see this is this is what driving first of all you know the the, the fact checking of video i mean it's kind of like uh, being able to say well this this photo has been photoshopped it's not a real photo but at what point do that's what i mean when does a video come out that is actually real that gets flagged as a deep fake 
Well, um, who, who do we? Where do you argue? You you have no basis to argue because it's already been flagged by these so-called technology authorities, such as Facebook, the gatekeepers. Right? The gatekeepers. I mean, I, I don't want to digress into the hypocrisy of Mark Zuckerberg at the moment, who talked bad about Twitter for the whole fact-checking, saying that these social media platforms and technology shouldn't be sort of dictating the truth or sort of stuff. It's exactly what fucking Facebook is doing. Mm. I mean, that, that fucking pissed me off when I heard Zuckerberg say that. But, you know, that's what I mean. When a video comes out, you know, there could be Trump a video of Donald Trump coming out saying, oh, you know, the deep state's real and all these people are going down, Hillary Clinton's being arrested, all this sort of stuff. And then all they have to do is just say, oh, no, that's a deep fake. He didn't actually say that. It's not real. Mm. But, yeah. what, but what basis do we have to fucking argue that? Absolutely, because it, it, at least with fact-checking, okay, we have some information at, at our disposal that we can look into, right? But you're absolutely right. When one company holds a patent to this secretive, like, deep-fake signature, you are taking their word for it. For, like, you, you are taking their word as gospel when they say that something is fake or real. So, once again, we're placing our trust into these companies to essentially, I guess, we've got to take their word for it, right? Yeah. right? The, even, the, even worse than the fact-checking climate that we're under mm. now. And the whole, the whole normalizing of it, mm. you know, just, uh, it, it makes people so, uh, what's the word? Um, it's, it, it's conditioning. It's getting people used to it, yep. used to the fact that f- these deep fakes exist. Mm-hmm. Therefore, when a video of John Podesta fucking molesting some little kid comes out and says it's a deep fake, well, we've got to fucking believe it. At, well, yeah. I mean, that's that's where I fear that I feel like the sudden emergence of deep fakes is for a reason. I, I, I don't think things insert themselves into the public consciousness randomly i feel like this whole surge of deep fakes is preempting possibly uh that a lot of nasty fucking videos are about to drop i feel like a, a lot of shit's gonna be exposed and hey, they well, need the cover of deep fakes in order to uh dismiss it all yeah well I that's what that's, what, that's what i mean popularizing it on these channels like mm-hmm. the list show tv that you know, three deepfake video examples that will blow your mind. And then they just, they almost turn it into a fun, a fun thing, you know? Like, oh, here's, here's, um, who was, who did they put on? Elon Musk on Charlie Sheen's face, or mm. here's Kevin Hart as Mr. T. Or Hopper on fucking face of L. Ryan Reynolds as Willy Wonka. You know, they just turn it into this, just a fun thing. Like, oh, people that make these deepfakes are. Jokesters, comedian type people that mm-hmm. make fun videos, yeah, yeah. but then when a real video comes out that has been deep faked, it's it go, it goes under the radar. But then a video that comes out that could be real can be argued as a deep fake. Absolutely, it's yeah, just yeah. it's it's unbelievable. And I would even go as far as to say that they are probably inserting really really bad deep fakes. Like, they're popularizing the not-so-good ones so that when the real ones hit you in the news, you can't, you can't tell. You can't tell. Because yeah. you're too busy thinking, like, oh, if it's a deepfake, it'll have these. I, I know what to look out for if it's a deepfake. Yeah. Meanwhile, 
the media is using way more advanced technology, 10 years ahead of what we have. The, the dangerous trap is a, a lot of people are going to very casually look at deep fakes and not look at where they could be really used. Like, yeah. like we said, you know, to sway elections, to have a, a, a missing person that's not real, to have a bunch of victims that are not mm. real, to have astroturfed uh, social media accounts that are not real, to have certain people say things that aren't real. Yeah. Like, it's absolutely insane. Well, I think I'd like to think that enough people are intelligent enough and um, sort of alert enough to be able to tell when something's mm. fake, but not just be able to tell the video is fake, Yeah, but to tell when the stuff surrounding it. So we all see this fact-checking stuff going on with social media. When these video fact-checking comes out, when people start flagging certain videos as being fake videos, mm-hmm. It's it's only going to be a matter of time before some serious video comes out mm-hmm. which can really um, uh, destroy someone. Yep. And if that gets argue, that gets if that gets defended saying that's a deep fake video, don't believe it. If you fucking believe it, then I feel sorry. Because if you don't even question, you don't even consider the yep. possibility that the whole video could be fake, mm-hmm. or even the video that is not fake. That is argued as being a deep fake. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, and uh, like I was saying before, like if something, I've always said that fact checking really who it real who it really hurts is uh, whistleblowers, journalists. Those are the people that are getting really hurt by this whole fact checking things. Yeah. Like because you could just say that whatever's unpopular. That's actually true. You could just say you could just dismiss it as being fake. Um, if anyone, I want to end this on a on a on a positive note. I want I I'm talking to these to these uh, content creators out there. If anyone wants to deep fake this entire episode and make me look like Rob Lowe, <laughs> we can, uh, I've got I've got in big bold letters here intuition, and what I mean by that is gut feeling. I think people like. Like we were saying about the the Bin Laden videos, right? When you look at something, if it if you have a gut feeling that you're a bit suspicious, something doesn't look quite right, you may be right. It could be completely fake. And I always I like to think anyway that people have a hardwired intuition that will tell them that whether something's fake or not. And I write on that a lot, but actually. I'm- Probably destroying it. My final thought. Okay, but but we are going to go out on a final thought of um, Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester as, Stallone as a Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone. Alone. Get the hell out of here. AC said you had some dough for me. <laughs> That's fucking <laughs> insane. AC said ten percent. Okay. Hey. Hey. What do you say? Adrian. Adrian. You filthy animal. I'm going to give you to the count of ten. One, two, ten. (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty, everyone. Take care. It's crazy times out there. Like the uh, intro to the podcast, things are getting crazy out there. But everyone take care. Uh, check us out on Instagram. Um, 
We might still be on Facebook. I'm not too sure. Twitter, hit us up. Um, Hell yeah. Uh, all of these episodes so far are all completely deep fakes. Daryl's not really Asian. Not really. Yeah, I'm not even uh, and, not even really here. And I am a woman. And <laughs> John's a woman. Um, uh, Google, po- uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all that. Mm-hmm. Take care.